celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Here's your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Wow, Guido, brand new intro. I like, I like. Hey, kudos to Guido. Very good. Today on Animal Radio, Richard Karn. I remember him. He played Big Al on Home Improvement. Let's go to the phones first. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? This is James Webster. Hi, James. How you doing? Doing very well this evening. Where are you calling from? Uh... Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. Well, I don't think we have an, a Birmingham affiliate. You must be listening on the Internet. That's correct. Okay, what can we do for you today? Uh, a question about uh, some sort of a test that might be available to check to see if uh, your vaccinations are, are needed or not, or some type of a test that um, will determine uh, if their vaccinations are working. You're talking about the infamous titer test, yeah. of course, which uh, many docs talk about. What kind of dog do you have, and uh, what are there any particular vaccinations that you're uh, inquiring about in particular? Is it just time again to do them, and you're wondering if it's if you're going to? Well, I have five dogs, okay. so I, I'm interested in maybe possibly cutting cost on some of it. Uh, uh, and uh, unnecessary. Some of them are older. Yeah, sure. May not need it, and uh, they may need something else in place of what uh, what's prescribed. Okay. As a veterinarian. For those of you that don't know what a titer test is, uh, it, it is a test that is given to your pet to find out what antibodies. Uh, are still remaining from uh, past vaccinations and whether or not uh, it sort of determines whether or not they need to get more. Is that correct, Judy? That's correct. It's it's a way to test their immunity against distemper and the parvovirus. Okay. And sometimes they can, you know, they don't have to do it always on a yearly basis. Some of these antibiotics can still remain in their bodies. Um, so you can get a titer test to check to see where their level's at and whether they need to have these shots done or not. And what do you just ask your vet? Do you say you want a titer test for a particular animal to, yeah, to find out whether or not? A, right. You say you just want a titer test just to check your dog's immunity against some of the diseases. They'll know what I'm talking about. They'll right? know exactly. And it's titer. It's spelled T-I-T-E-R. And there's a lot uh, on, uh, I guess, probably in the internet, in uh-huh. uh, Google. There's a great book that we have a great author on who's on every once in a while, Jan Rasmussen. Her book is called Scared Pooplish, and I'd like to give you a copy of this book, too, okay? Well, uh, one of the things that's really helped me on this is the fact that I work with a lot of parvo dogs, a lot yes. of parvo puppies in a mm-hmm. clinic. Mm-hmm. Now, why is that? Do you work at a shelter? or do you? Uh... No, this is a regular clinic in a, in a rather uh, uh, side of town that's uh, not very well educated, we mm. might call it. Well, this book that I'm going to send you has a lot of information on a lot of different things on dogs. I think it'll be very helpful for you. Well, thank you very much. I will appreciate it. And thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Hold on for one second, okay? Very good. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. If I was to ask you, yes, you, looking down at your radio right now, what the strangest pet any of your friends has, you might say iguana, maybe, I don't know. A pig, a pot-bellied pig. Pot-bellied pig. There's lots of pot-bellied pigs out there. Chances are you probably won't say a skunk. A what? Well, you know, a skunk, (laughs) a black Pepe Le Pew. (laughs) Yeah. Well, did you know there are pet stores that you can actually walk into and buy skunks? Uh, we actually have a skunk aficionado on the phone. We have Sheila Brom- Brombolo. 
How are you doing, Sheila? Doing fine, and you? Very well. Where are we calling you today? Uh, I'm in Augusta, Georgia. You can walk into any pet store there, perhaps, and get a skunk? Uh, pretty much, yes, sir. Wow, I've never seen a skunk at a pet store. i got to ask the first question. It's legal pretty much anywhere, or what's the deal? Well, the reason you've never seen a skunk in a pet store is Utah is an illegal state, and I believe I understand you're in Utah. We're yes, in we Utah. Are. Have lots of listeners all across the country, so it's okay. Different. I'm sorry. I thought you were based in Utah. No, no skunks are not are not legal in all states. Uh, I believe currently there are 23 where they are legal. The rest they are not. It's a battle we fight constantly. They make great pets. Uh, better than any other creature I've ever had, and better than some children. Well, now i got to ask you, how did that start that you decided to, to make a skunk part of your family? The only thing I can figure is it probably was Disney's Bambi and that little flower when I was a little bitty girl long years ago. And did you tell your parents at that time you wanted a skunk? Pretty much, yes. I have collected skunks all my life. When did you get your first live skunk? In 1988, which made me an old lady. <laughs> I guess they come uh, de-skunked. De what do they call that? Descented. Descented. First of all, we deal with the domestic pen race skunks. We do not believe in taking wildlife unless they are injured and in desperate need of help. Okay. Uh, domestic skunks are, have been in, raised for over 200 years really? by man. Yes. Okay. They are descended between three and four weeks of age, and at that point, it's a non-surgical, non-invasive procedure. No anesthesia involved or needed. Okay. We try to avoid anesthesia as much as possible sure. because it's liver destructive. Yes. Now, are they like ferrets? No. Bad word. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bad how. You know what? She's all the way on the other side of the country, but I feel like I've just been spanked right here in person. If if you want to compare, their closest comparison to a skunk is a child. Okay. An well, infant. From birth to 18 years, they go through it in the first year of their life. Do they have, like, a terrible twos? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> is it more so the males or the females or both? It's both. I can't imagine this. You know, this is the first time. I can't believe they've been domesticated for 200 years. This is the first time I've heard about it. They originally were bred and used for fur coats. There are women walking this earth wearing coats that the label says Alaskan Sable, and it's skunk. And in 1968, truth and labeling laws made them be honest. And for some reason, women don't want to wear a coat with a label that says skunk, uh -huh. which suits us fine. Do you, uh, do you spay and neuter these animals? Very definitely. That's the biggest thing for their health is uh, to spay and neuter between three and four months of age because they only go into season once a year, which makes it at least 12 times worse than any woman you ever knew. <laughs> Will most veterinarians uh, be able to help if your skunk gets sick? Do they know skunkology? Not really. That, that, that is a problem we also have to deal with, is we have a network of vets across the country who are, in fact, experienced with these wonderful little animals. And they uh, network with one another to help as much as possible. And if you have a new vet who's willing to help you, uh, we strongly encourage them to get in touch with one of our vets and let our vets talk them through situations, answers, and questions. How can you tell skunks apart? They're all black and white. No, no, skunks are all colors but green and blue. What? They come in every shade of black, every shade of gray, every shade of brown. There are even lavender skunks. There are silver skunks. There are gold skunks. 
Now, can I feed them cat food and dog food? How does that work? Ninety percent uh, of their diet should be raw vegetables. They are tr they are listed as carnivores when truthfully they are omnivores. They much prefer vegetable products to meats. But cat food is the number one uh, no no on the no no list. Oh, really? It is okay. Yes, because cats are running, jumping, climbing, hunting, pouncing animals, and a skunk is slow moving, cuddly, lap babies. It would rather nap in your lap than anything. What's the average lifespan of a skunk? In the wild, it's three to four years. With proper diet, proper vet care, and proper inoculations, our are living twelve to fifteen years, and wow. some have passed twenty. Wow. How many do you have right now? At this moment, I have none. But uh, I have at one time had 18. And do they roam wild throughout the house? <laughs> Not wild, but they have as much run of the house as I do. What about the litter situation? Do they use a cat litter? They are cleaner than cats. Some use cat litter, some use newspaper. They, they get along with each other? Are they territorial? They are extremely social little animals most of the time. Of course, like with humans or dogs or horses, there's the exception to the rule. And there are loner skunks, but as, as a rule, they are very social little animals. I've just been handed a list of the states that skunks are illegal in. A pretty chunky list of yes, states. Yes, it is. Why is that? Because we battle constantly. All skunks have rabies. Oh. Well, that's a ridiculous statement because rabies is fatal. If all skunks have rabies, all skunks are dead. Consequently, we don't get baby skunks every year, do we? No, no it wouldn't work that way. How about that? Well, speaking of, of rabies, do they get vaccinations? Uh, the MRAB-3 is perfectly safe and perfectly successful. However, it is not approved for skunks, and many vets will not use it. Plus, since our skunks are exclusively house pets, they have no threat of rabies. Okay, we're going to post this list at AnimalRadio.com of states that they're legal in. If people want to learn more and think about adopting a skunk, bringing a skunk in... <laughs> I can't get over that. I think it'd be cool. Uh, is there a website that you can go to to learn more? Well, there are many. There's skunksaspets.com, which is the most comprehensive website. Uh, on the last page, the links page, there are several listed there, but we have a new one that we encourage people to look at. It's skunklaw.com. Links to all the sites that Sheila has just mentioned, as well as pictures of pet skunks. I have this right here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm holding up the microphone so you can see this picture. I'm going to post it at our website at animalradio.com. Sheila, thank you so much for enlightening us. Thank you, Hal. Judy, it's been a joy. Thank you. Coming up next, Home Improvement's Richard Karn, right here on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hello, this is Dom DeLuise, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Love your pets, and they'll always love you back. Buddy, don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard Canine Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where can I find out more? Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. Petgadgets.com. If you're looking for innovative and high-tech pet products. 
PetGadgets.com, unique and high-tech products that you won't find at your local pet store. PetGadgets.com, find the latest products that will make life easier for you and your pet. PetGadgets.com, everything from massage beds to a remote-controlled tennis ball launcher. PetGadgets.com, be top dog in your neighborhood. Shop at PetGadgets.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People is published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Angel's Eyes Tear Stain Eliminator, the first tear stain product to be formulated for dogs and cats. Angel's Eyes is a permanent solution to tear stains working from the inside out. Angel's Eyes is added to your pet's food or water, preventing the stain before it can begin. Angel's Eyes is perfectly safe to use. It is made in the USA of USA ingredients containing no dyes or wheat. Angel's Eyes is 100% guaranteed when used as directed. See for yourself. Go to www.angeleyesonline.com and check out the results. Angel's Eyes will have your pet going from tear to clear in no time at all. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com. The Pet Expo is coming to the Greater Reading Expo Center. All your favorite pets under one roof. Dogs, cats, birds, reptiles, horses, ferrets, and pot-bellied pigs. Hey, cat lovers, don't miss the AACE Cat Show. You like large cats? How about a 400-pound Bengal tiger? Or marvel at the high-flying performance dogs. Watch the rare and ancient breed dog show. See the rainforest reptile shows. And kids, enjoy the petting zoo and pony rides. Check out the great show prices on pet products and accessories. It's all at the Pet Expo at the Greater Reading Expo Center. Bring the whole family celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe this is animal radio here's your hosts hal abrams and judy francis richard yes Hi, richard Kern joining us uh, how are you doing today <laughs> i'm doing well thank you how are you very good they just said uh, go to line two richard Karn is on with us and of course this is very topical for me because last night i saw air buddies now it was 10 years ago that air bud was the was all the rage and now was that, that 10 years that ago? was 10 years ago believe that really? or not you know, that was back when I was too young to be the dad. <laughs> well, let's see. Now, home improvement. <laughs> well, you've also worked with a lot of animals like, uh, well, of course, the, the seventh air bud, which was, was there really seven of them? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Indian fetch and most vertical primate. What was that? That was with monkeys. Monkeys? You worked with monkeys. I worked with a monkey. That was actually pretty funny. I bet. I, that was fun because, uh, you know, the monkey, the trainer is there because monkeys... 
can be unpredictable, you know, kind of thing. And we were supposed to do this scene where, where, um, where we're talking late at night and we're having cocoa with uh, uh, with marshmallows, and and we're talking, and then the camera's supposed to pan onto the onto the chimp, and he has all the marshmallows in his mouth, <laughs> but he wasn't eating the marshmallows. Uh oh! So like fifth take, you know, I reach over and grab a marshmallow, and I can see the trainer like tensing and you know off to the side, and and the the monkey just kind of like looked at me he like stopped and got really quiet and, and looked at me and 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 I, I didn't want to like break eye contact so I, I i took the the marshmallow and i dipped it in my chocolate and i took a bite out of it you know to show him what you know maybe he's supposed to do uh-huh. and the monkey's like oh oh, oh, oh. so he grabs one of one of the marshmallows and he dips it in his chocolate and then he feeds me <laughs> Well, now, who's easier to work with, humans or, or animals? <laughs> well, you know, I worked with Tim, and that's kind of both. Yes, yes. It's kind of like working with both. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Well, animals, you know, they've uh, you, you got to work with them sometimes, yes. and, and a lot of times maybe it's just them on the screen, so you don't have to be around for their for their takes, sure. things like that. But if, you know. if, if they're involved in a scene that you're in, it could take a bunch of taste. You could get very frustrated, I imagine, uh, because if a human did that, of course, they'd, they'd be out of job. Well, you can get frustrated or you can just realize, you know, that that's the nature of, of that. You yeah. know, so you don't get you don't get upset because that's going to happen. You you know about this ahead of time. Yeah, hopefully. you expect that kind of thing working with animals. There are five pups in uh, Golden Retriever pups in Air Buddies. Now I'm assuming that there is probably maybe what ten pups for filming. Oh, I think they had thirty. Thirty. Oh, how fun! Yeah. Well, you know, because they get older, yeah. and and if the shoot is is you know so many months, then the pumps they they have to get younger again. Do you have any pets at home? Um, we got two. Well, really? actually, we have more than that. But I've I got two labs. I got a chocolate and a and a yellow. Really? And do they come down to the set when you're working, or are they? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they, I know some dogs. Uh, they probably have their SAG card already. And... Well, I, yeah, they do. They I'm do. Sure, they do. But not mine. Not yours. <laughs> no, not you, mine. You've warned them. Stay out of the business, huh? I I tell them. You know, it is so tough out there. Yes. And what about growing up? Did you have any dogs? Um. Yeah. Uh, my. When I was a real small kid, I had a Bedlington Terrier. Uh-huh. They um, look like lambs. Now. They look like lambs. Yeah. Yes. Actually, and they're, you know, they're very docile and nice. And, and I got fish, and two dogs, and a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, it says here, and I don't know if this is, I don't know if I'm just reading off something. It says that you might have taught your dog tricks as a youngster. Did you do that? Or is this just, this is just, because I'll tell I you. Probably the, the read, in my the, mind, I thought I was. Okay. The dog's just looking at me going, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, I, no, I, I never got that uh, that technical. We do a lot of our research right straight from the pages of the National Enquirer. And we'll just uh, <laughs> file that away there. Well, they're always ahead of the curve. Yes. Uh, they really are. Uh, should we be looking for any other stuff? Well, I did a drama that, that should be coming out. Probably we'll do a lot of uh, festival stuff. Um, looking for a distribution called um, Mr. Blue Skies. Really? And it's kind of a, you know, it's a, a family drama where, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I play a, uh, an alcoholic dad mm-hmm. who doesn't quite understand his, uh, his son that uh, has fallen in love with a girl with Down syndrome. And where are we going to find wow. this? Um, I don't know where where it'll be. I You're mean, shopping it now. They're uh, well, actually they're just finishing up the editing touches and the music and all that, and then it'll probably go to festivals and things. 
Richard, we appreciate you spending time with us today. Well, thank you very much. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Let's go back to the phones. 1-866-405-8405. No, that doesn't spell anything. Uh, At least we haven't been able to figure it out. Hey, if you can figure out what that spells, if it spells something cool, call us. We'll put together a prize package for you. How about that, okay? Hi, who's this? Hi, I have a question to you. I have a cat, Uh and for some reason, just started recently, he started pooping next to his litter box. Pooping next to the litter box. Okay. Yeah. Have you done anything like uh, no decline, right? You haven't done any decline? No, 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 no. Okay. Have you changed the litter recently? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. We change it regularly. Is it a new litter? Uh, no, it's a regular brand that we use. So it's uh, all the same stuff, and all of a sudden your cat's deciding to go to the bathroom next to the litter box. Yeah, not, not anywhere in the house. Not yet so far, uh-huh. but you never know. Is the litter box covered? You have yes, a, it's covered. A lid on it. Yes. Sometimes cats, for one reason or another, decide not to go inside a covered litter box. And it could be as simple as they're scared to be enclosed yes. within a litter box. Oh, kind of claustrophobia or something? Well, something well, like that. It's like there's there's one there's only one way in and one way out. So they fear that they will get trapped. And, and by the way, my cat is kind of like 15 or 16 pounds. Uh huh. So, wow. It might be claustrophobic for him, but if your cat even looks out the window and sees another cat in the neighborhood, he becomes fearful, and he all of a sudden, a lot of times, they won't go into a closed litter box because he's afraid that other cats out there somewhere. And there's oh, only- there are no cats. We we live in a condominium, and it's three stories, and no cats are walking around. Okay. Yeah. Let's just try this out. Go ahead, change the litter, and take the top off and see if the behavior changes. If he or she is still doing it, give us a call back. We'll try to figure it out. But I think that that might solve the problem for right now. So change the litter and take the box off. Just take, take the, the top off. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. What, uh, what's your cat's name? Marquise. What, what is it? Marquise. It's Russian royalty. Royal name, royal title. <laughs> hey, do you mind if we send your cat some toys? Oh no, not at all. He loves toys. Okay, we're gonna do that. We'll send him. You know, a- you, know you know what he does with me? What? I'm a kickboxer. Yes. So whenever I come from the training, he stands on his back paws and starts throwing left and right hooks to my arm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How neat. Kind of double training, you know. I have a workout at the gym, and then I come home, and he does it to me. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, hold on. We don't have any boxing gloves, but we'll, we'll hook your cat up with some catnip and some uh, okay. com- comfort zone. Hold okay, on thanks. a second. I appreciate it. Hi, it's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911. Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. (laughs) 
Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Here's your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Anyone calls us here at 1-866-405-8405, they say, my pet's been poisoned. What do I do? First thing I think is, why are they calling me? It's an easy number to remember, but there's better numbers. And then the second thing I do, I immediately refer them to the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. This is the only 24-hour, 365-day facility of its kind. It's staffed by five veterinary assistants, ten certified veterinary technicians, nine board-certified toxologists, uh, veterinary toxologists, and 16 vets. Wow. Yes. Last year, they took in 130,000 cases. And, of course, they also played a critical role in keeping pet parents informed during the pet food recall uh, that you remember we were all dealing with last year. Dr. Stephen Hansen, how are you doing today, Doc? I'm doing okay. Well, you're keeping pretty busy over there, huh? We do keep pretty busy. The phone calls definitely come in day and night. Let's first give out that number. We'll do it again. You can write it down now or write it down later. What is that number? Poison Control Center can be reached 24 hours a day at 888-426-4435. And this time of year, I imagine that maybe the calls increase because it's spring, there's flowers, there's all kinds of new hazards in the garage. Am I guessing right? You are. As we get into spring, definitely our call volume does increase. And the reason is that pet owners are getting out more products to put on the yard and in the garden. They bring out the fertilizers, the herbicides, the insecticides. What do we do about those insecticides and the stuff that we put on our lawn? I mean, there's dogs that run around in the neighborhood that uh, get this on their feet. What's important, we really try to drive home to pet owners, is to make sure first that they read the label so that the products are applied properly. We really don't get into many problems with yard products if the sprays are allowed to dry and if the granules have been on there long enough to settle. So we like to keep the pets off for about two hours. And bugs, of course, increase during spring reusing insecticides. Well, certainly insecticides account for a big part of our problem in the spring. And most of the time with insecticides, when we run into trouble, it really is, well, first and foremost, they're flea and tick products. And the important message on flea and tick products is don't use a product that's labeled for dogs on a cat. Mm. That actually is our biggest insecticide problem. Really? Really? You mean people that are using flea treatments might have used one that's too strong or for the wrong uh, uh, species? Right. That's exactly what happens. The challenge is that cats are very different from dogs. They don't break down chemicals or metabolize them nearly as well as dogs do. So there are some very fine products out there for use on dogs only. And what happens is a pet owner will read the label and they'll say, well, this is for a small dog. It must be okay for a small cat. It must Mm -hmm. just be a marketing ploy. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's definitely not. And we actually have cats that can die. Dr. Stephen Hansen joining us now. I'm planting my garden out back this year, and I'm trying to to find the pet-friendly plants to use. You had 8,000 calls last year about plants? We did. We commonly get calls on plants, and it's because both dogs and cats love to chew on plants. Dogs destroy the entire plants, and cats will just pick certain plants and chew on the leaves and the flowers. Are there certain plants that are more poisonous? Certainly this time of the year, we like to raise awareness for the lilies. Easter lilies and related lily plants are lethal to cats, not to dogs, not to people. Purely a cat problem, but a very serious one. What kind of symptoms would we see if they chewed on a plant that was toxic? 
What we normally see from a planned ingestion is going to be an upset stomach. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. That'll occur many times, even with dogs, with what we consider non-toxic plants, if they eat enough of them. What we then see, though, is a progression. So if we get a little upset stomach with some plant material, we do want pet owners to call the Poison Control Center. It's 888-426-4435. What is that number one more time? It's 888-426-4435. 888-426-4435. And, of course, we'll put links at AnimalRadio.com to the website as well as the information, the number. Now, the mop that we use to clean our kitchen floor and the chemicals, that can be a danger, too, I understand. You you had, what, 7,200 calls about household cleaners poisonings? We really do get lots of calls about household products. And the, the, the thing to remember about household products, if if it has a disinfecting claim, so it says it kills germs, those are going to be more potentially dangerous because they have harsher chemicals in them than, than a, one that's a simple soap, a simple soap to clean the floor. And what we get sometimes in dogs especially, and it's important for listeners to keep this, this vision in their mind of a dog who's a toddler that can open anything. Dogs mm. can chew open pill vials, they'll puncture those cleaning bottles, and they'll get the, the concentrated liquid into their mouth and get very serious burns. So if I just clean my floor and my dog walks across it while it's wet, is that a serious problem? Yeah, that is not a problem. And I'm glad you asked that question because I, I don't want to give the wrong impression. If a product is diluted and used properly, it's not a problem. Maybe we'll get an upset stomach, but that's extremely unlikely from walking across the floor. That simply is not a problem. We only get into trouble when they get into concentrated products or maybe it's a significant amount that's been mixed into a bucket and they drink it. Or another area that we get into trouble, especially with cats with cleaning products, are the tile and scale removers in bathrooms. Oh, wow. And what happens in those scenarios is, like I have a cat, Nala, and when when Nala goes into the shower, or she will go into the shower after we come out sometimes and lick the water on on the bottom of the shower. Uh Very common. Spray that shower down with something that's meant to eat the lime away, and the cat licks it, then we get into trouble. My cat wants to jump into the sink and uh, lick the the water that's in the base of the sink, oftentimes after maybe I've used Listerine or something like that. Is that dangerous for him? It's probably not dangerous. Um, there really isn't going to be enough concentrated, um, in this case probably alcohols more than anything, to really induce a problem. So, no, it may not be a great idea, but it's really not going to be a serious problem at all. So it won't hurt my dog if I use Windex on my windows and he likes to lick my windows? It won't. <laughs> no, it actually won't. And uh, we have a dog named Gracie who will um, will not purposely lick the windows, but right after they've been cleaned, we've got nose marks and everything all across <laughs> those windows. Uh, it's like a sign uh, to uh, lick them is when you clean them. <laughs> it is at our house. I know. I know she looks at that, that sliding glass door and says, my goodness. It's clean. <laughs> Very good. Dr. Stephen Hansen joining us. We'll put links to the poison control side from the ASPCA. Once again, that number is one 426 4435 Doctor, thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks a lot for helping us keep pets safe. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Orthotics gives pets a step up to normal lives. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys for Animal Radio. Just like us, our pets, especially our dogs, can suffer from joint injuries and ligament tears, from broken legs to birth defects. Veterinary orthopedic medicine is big business. 
But some pet owners have difficulty finding the money for surgery, which can be expensive. And sadly, some pets are left in such pain that owners consider euthanasia. Even breed rescue groups frequently find themselves at a loss to cover the cost of a needed surgery prior to placing a pet in a foster home. Even after surgery is completed, post-operative complications can occur and the rehabilitation is costly. For some dogs, this enforced rest period is difficult and probably impossible, can be very boring for sure. It could be that some difficulty of keeping normal active dog quiet actually sets up post-operative complications. I've seen that happen many times. But the good news is that innovative products based on technologies from human medicine will help to ease the recovery period and quite possibly prevent the loss of the pet's life. Orthotics is the science of using braces and other devices to help support and supplement limbs and joints. After seeing his cousin's dog suffer from a stroke and lose one of his legs, Martin Kaufman created OrthoPets, a company devoted to the expertise of helping pets recover from orthopedic surgery, traumatic injury, or congenital deformities. Using more than a decade of knowledge in human orthotics, Kaufman finds ways to bring life and joy back into these pets and their owners. He was able to design a brace that's added years to the life of his cousin's dog. Kaufman's company is now helping thousands of animals across the world, and he continues to advance his work by teaching courses at Colorado State University. He explains that even with surgery, many pets still need help during their recovery. An option that veterinary surgeons agree with, by the way. Handcrafting braces from molds sent by the veterinarian and the owner to Kaufman's lab. Martin states that he's helped pets with cruciate ligaments, injuries, arthritic joints, and others that just need long-term support for injured limbs. He strictly cautions owners that this is not a cure-all for orthopedic problems. In fact, a veterinarian must be part of the team working to relieve the stress and discomfort of these pets. Many of the amazing devices that OrthoPets has created can be found at their website, orthopets.com. Within the photo gallery, you can see for yourself the amazing creations and just how they've helped a variety of animals. The best thing in all of this is that there are options available not only for helping your pet recover from surgery, but also for pets that might otherwise be euthanized. Working together, veterinary surgeons and companies like OrthoPets and the owner can now enhance and save the lives of many pets. For the Veterinary News Network at MyVNN.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. The tainted pet food lawsuits are near settlement. I'm Hal Abrams reporting. Last year, you might remember Menu Foods of Ontario, Canada recalled 60 million containers of 90 brands of pet food. The products contained whole wheat flour imported from China. It was later found to be tainted with melamine, a toxin. After testing its products on 50 animals, seven of which died, Menu Foods issued a recall on March 16, 2007. But more animals were harmed in the interim. 
The lawsuits charge, as of April 2007, a total of 3,730 pets died of kidney failure and another 11,700 got sick. Now, all in all, there's about 120 lawsuits. The plaintiffs claim unfair and deceptive trade practices, negligence in failing to provide adequate quality control, unjust enrichment, breach of implied and express warranties, and some even claim emotional trauma that was caused by the death or illness of their pets. Most plaintiffs seek compensation for veterinary care, medical monitoring, and euthanasia costs. Some of the menu food defendants include Del Monte Food, Nestle, and the maker of Imes, Procter & Gamble. We'll keep you up to date right here. Get more breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Does that pesky pet stain keep reappearing after you've cleaned it with a household cleaner? Try Simple Solution Stain and Odor Remover. Simple Solution is formulated specifically for pet stain and odors. The unique enzyme and probacteria formula breaks down the glue-like proteins in pet urine, then absorb all the leftover particles, leaving your carpet completely free of harmful residue. So no more magical reappearing acts or pets returning to the area. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. If there was only one vitamin supplement you could take, what do you think it should be? Green tea. Green tea is widely known as one of the most powerful antioxidants in the world. Green tea has been used in China as a medicine for over 4,000 years. And taking green tea has been researched and is well documented to help lower cholesterol, reduce the risk of cancer, help with weight loss, and even slow down arthritis. Of course, results may vary and you should always consult your healthcare professional before taking any supplement. But you should add this powerful antioxidant, green tea, to your daily diet. And if you call Call now to order and buy two months. We'll give you the third month for free. Your order comes with a money-back guarantee. So call now. 800-819-8315. 800-819-8315. Call right now. Buy two months of green tea and get one free. 800-819-8315. Or visit airtimestore.com. <laughs> Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Here's your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Some of us were blessed with the ability to talk to our animals. Actually, I guess all of us have this ability. Some of us have honed it. None like Joy Turner. Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm wonderful, Hal. How about yourself? Very, very good and ready to talk to some animals or, well, listen to you talk to some animals. Okay, perfect. one 405 8405 Hi, who's this? 
Hi, this is Joanne. Hi, Joanne. How are you doing? Fine, thanks. And who are we going to be talking to today? To um, my wonderful Lassa Wiley, who's six years old. Are you ready, Joy? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, so Wiley, I'm assuming, is a boy? Yes, he is. And, uh, okay, he wants me to tell you the thing you love most about or he wants you to tell me the thing you love most about him. I love his uh, wonderful eyes that are filled with love. Okay, and he says, and a smile too, right? Yes, he does. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yes, so what would you like me to talk to him about? Well, he runs away when I'm cooking. It's just something that started in the last year or so. When I'm cooking on the stove, he runs to the corner of the house nearest the door. And we don't know what started that. I asked him if he does that, which is how I usually start out these things. Instead of saying, you do this, I'll say, do you do this? And, of mm -hmm. course, he said, yes, he does. And I asked him why, and what he showed me was something splattering off the stove. Mmm, exactly. He got hit with something that splattered off the stove. Really? Oh, yes. my gosh. So now he moves away from the stove because it burned him. Okay. Well... That's the answer, then. <laughs> yes. Now, what you can do about that, um, well, let's see. It depends on what kinds of things you cook and where you cook them on your stove. You could show him where it would be safe to be, where you would not splatter. So, mm -hmm. for instance, he could be in the kitchen, but just back a little bit further than right by you. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. Okay. And you can talk to him about that by talking to him very slowly and picturing where you would like him to be. And then you would see the splatter staying right by where you are. Okay. Instead of reaching over to him. Okay. And you can tell him he would be safe there. Okay. So you want to be sure not to use the word not, so you're not going to say don't, it won't get you or don't, won't hurt you or something like that. Mm hmm Because there's no picture for the not. Okay. And he, um, he's willing when I tell him that that was an accident and he tells me yes, he doesn't want that to happen again. And I said, well, would you be willing to stand in a place that would be safe for you? And he says, yes. So you just need to show him where that is because I don't know what your kitchen looks like. He also is afraid of crinkly paper, which has, you know, this crinkle kind of sound if we're crinkling up the plastic that might be surround something. Yes. He's frightened of that as well. Yes. He tells me that um, he's not sure what that sound is. Okay. So what I would do... If he were my kid, I would actually sit on the floor or kneel down on the floor and put something that you're going to crinkle down for him to see what it is, and then just touch it so it crinkles a little bit. Okay. And if he, as soon as he gets all right with you just touching it so it crinkles a little bit, mm -hmm. then crinkle it a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, only doing the more when he's comfortable with how much it is crinkling. Well, thank you very much. Pretty simple answers to the problems that uh, hopefully we'll find answers to. Let us know if that works and if it makes you feel any better. Whenever I enter the kitchen, everybody runs. <laughs> but it's for a different reason. Okay, thank you. Joanne, thanks for calling. Joy, if somebody wants to get in touch with you during the week, how can they do that? They can do that by calling me at 425-867-1779 or by going through my website at talkwithyouranimals.com. Of course, get your fix at animalradio.com five days a week. Joy will speak to you again very soon. Thank you very much, Hal. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. The Animal Minute is brought to you by Urinoff, the number one vet-recommended urine odor and stain remover. To purchase, visit www.urinoff.com. Urinoff, finally, something that works. Dogs or cats, horse or emu. 
too. You know what they say, two heads are better than one. Unless they're on the end of a snake and they're fighting with each other. A Missouri boy found a rare two-headed snake with two independently thinking brains. Ten-year-old Cody Kinnear was playing in his backyard when he found the two-headed baby black snake crawling on a stump. He brought it into show and tell the next day, but his mother suggested they take the snake to the local wildlife conservatory. Snake experts are taking extra care with the snake, which they say is about a week old. Feeding hasn't been easy because it's really two snakes with one body, so they feel like eating at different times or worse at the same time. That's when the fighting starts. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. There's lots of reasons to need a urine odor and stain remover. Your dog's afraid of thunderstorms. Cat hates being alone. You've moved into a new house. But there's only one reason to buy Urinoff, because it actually works. Urinoff's high-performance formula gets to the source of the problem and removes it permanently, even cat urine. Many odor removers claim to work, but thousands of loyal Urinoff customers, even vets, swear by it. If urine odor is a problem in your home, reach for Urinoff, the odor remover that actually works. Available exclusively at www.urinoff.com or your local vet. That's all we have time for this hour, but remember, we are streaming online 24 hours a day, seven days a week with your fresh animal news at AnimalRadio.com, or you can head on over to your cell phone, get us anytime by texting, I forgot what it was, oh, Animal, the 27627, oh boy, <laughs> I'm done. And remember, if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. If it happens to be a cat, don't declaw. And always adopt from your local shelter. I'm Judy Francis. I'm Hal Abrams, and we want to thank Richard Karn for joining us. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Hey, fellow animal thrill seekers. This show originally aired last year. I dream about it every night, so we figured we'd play it again for you. Oh, boy. Remember, you can get fresh animal radio at animalradio.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And another jam-packed weekend for you here at Animal Radio. World-famous author, poet, musician, politician, animal lover, all-around fun guy. Kinky Friedman is back on Animal Radio this weekend. And uh, we'll find out what happened with his run for governor in 2005. Apparently, it didn't work out. (gasps) Uh Governor of Texas. So listen up, Texas affiliates. Also, Vlade, the Russian dog wizard, is back to help you if you have a problem. With your dog. Or your husband. Oh, okay. one 405 8405 He's kind of an all-around kind of guy, too, and he can help you out with any one of your problems. Let's go to the phones. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is uh, Fernando. Hey, Fernando. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, Where are you I'm, calling from? I'm calling from Montebello. Los California. Angeles. Listening yes. on Coast. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, co- I was nearing your animal, so I never I, I never heard that in the morning. I, I was never up that early. It's, I had to work <laughs> last night, and this morning me and my wife were coming home, and uh, we heard your show, and I, th- I thought it was great. Well, thank you. Well, awesome. You know, you can hear it online anytime, so you don't have to wake up uh, at that time to, to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I just had to work for the, the holiday because the Christmas parade uh, in Hollywood. Oh, what were you doing? What were you doing? Uh, just doing security work. I was uh, in that parade uh, about 
10, 15 years ago. Really? Yeah. All right. So, so what's uh, what's on your mind, Fernando? My question was on the Chihuahuas was uh-huh. um, uh, what's the best way to um, to uh, like try to talk to them or train them or something? What are what, they doing? Yeah, what's what, what are they doing that you they're don't like? Biting every, they're biting everything in my house. They're eating the couch. They're eating every single thing. They're eating everything. They're like just everything is plastic and everything. The last thing that I touch before I leave, they'll they'll, they'll either hold on to it till I get back and they'll chew on it or whatever. But they'll, they'll they eat mostly plastic. How long have you had them? I've had um let's see the first one four years and they made a couple so for the last four years so for four years they've been chewing on things actually the, just the newer ones for the last year they've been chewing on things the new the new ones like i have like uh two sets of the new ones and they're they're things that you've touched or plastic they chew they eat my glasses they eat my phone they the, <laughs> they chew the phone cords they chew anything that's around my little area they they like the way daddy smells huh Pretty much, I think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I don't know how to get them off that. Well, you know, the cords, you, you got to watch out, especially around the holidays. And I know that there's a couple of things you can do with the cords. You can spray uh, either uh, lemon juice or Tabasco sauce or something nasty on the cords so that they won't oh, okay. be chewing on that. There's also a little thing called the critter cord, which, uh, or the critter cover, which covers cords. I know that you can get that like at Petco or PetSmart. Okay. Now, the other things, boy, you know, if they like the way you smell, that's a tough one. What do you think, Judy? Well, do you have a lot of toys for them to play with? Yeah, I have many toys, but they they seem to like my my oh, especially my caps. They they'll chew my caps, the back end of the cap. <laughs> you know that little that little velcro. Uh huh. They'll chew that off. They'll chew the plastic things off. The ones with the little knots on there. And know, when they little, do it, what what do you do, Fernando? When they do that, if you catch them doing do that, it, I tell them no. And then after uh, <laughs> I just tell them no, and I stop my foot, or I get a newspaper, and I hit my hand with it really hard. Like, but I don't hit them, but I hit my hat. Like I, like I make a loud noise. Uh huh. That's and that's then, good. And then, and then what they do is they roll on their back. <laughs> I tell, I tell them, I go, I'm gonna give you some pan con queso. Okay. What? And, and then you get on their back, you know. But then after that, like, then they all ah, they go up to me and I'm like, ah, come here, you know. And then I get, and I kiss back up to them. <laughs> so they're getting your, they're getting your attention. They know your number. They know yeah. exactly, and they turn they're like submissive. They're kids, man. Like, they're like my kids. Like, I, I, I'll, I'll tell my kids, no, I don't do that shit. And then I'll, you know, like, tell them all kinds of stuff. And then later on, they'll give me that little sad face. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, come here, man. You know? It's the same thing. So what you need to do is when you catch them chewing on something, like you say, you know, make a loud noise, tell them no, then substitute, give them something. Don't keep all their toys out all the time because then it's like a kid. They become bored with them. You know how kids like new toys? If you have like 10 different toys, rotate them. Bring about, you know, two or three toys out at a time, hide the others, and then every week rotate them. It's like a new toy. And, And when they're chewing on something, tell them no. But then give them a toy. Give them you got to give gotta them something that divert their, divert their attention. You know, okay. give them something. Give them some other toy to chew on, and you know, keep bringing out new toys and rotating them. And every time <laughs> they're all looking at me like they know I'm talking to you. <laughs> well, they they know uh, someone's on the phone trying to help them. Well, they have your number pretty much, and they. <laughs> The thing is, is that uh, they know how to get attention. They're obviously submissive when they when you say no. They know that they're doing something bad. Yeah. So the, the best bet is when they're doing something bad, uh, say no, make a little noise like that, and then uh, attract their attention towards something more positive, like another toy or something like that. You know, that. that's a very good idea. I haven't thought of that one. It's not that bad if, if they like the way you smell. 
That's uh, okay. you know, they're, they're gonna rub, hate. The, rub the toys all over your body first before you give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. I appreciate your good. time. What uh, you said? You had seven of them. Six. Yeah, it's six, of them? six now. Okay, six good. of them. Okay, yeah. we'll send out a couple of toys they can share. Okay. Okay. Hold on one second so we can get your information. We'd love to hear from you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Guido just gave me a list, Judy. Mm-hmm. As you know, and I mentioned this last week, I'm probably going to get a dog for Christmas, for the holidays. How exciting. Congratulations. Thinking of a chow chow. Now I'm thinking of names, and I'm looking uh-huh. at a list that Guido gave me of the most popular cat and dog names. Uh-huh. And actually, what's kind of interesting about this list is the most popular cat name is also the most popular dog name. Wow. Want to take a guess? You know, I had a cat named Bud, short for Buddy, and Buddy could be both a cat and a dog, and I think it's a popular name. I'm going to guess Buddy. Well, Buddy is on the list, actually both lists for cat and dog, but it doesn't top the list. It isn't the number Uh, one name. I'm actually going to throw it out to the listener if that's okay for you. Okay. We have a gift gift basket uh, straight from the animal radio prize closet. We put together a nice gift basket for either your dog or your cat. Tell us what you think is the number one name for cat and dog. They're the same. The number one name, one 405 8405 All the lines are already lit up. I think it's a pretty easy one, so I think we're going to have a winner pretty fast. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Nori Reisner. Hi, Nori. How are you doing? Very good, thanks. Where are you calling from today? Uh, Chestertown, Maryland. Listening on WCTR. Yes, I am. Very good for you. What kind of animals do you have? I have two cats. The most popular common cat name or dog name, they're both the same, by the way. The most common cat name and the most common dog name are the same. Do you know what it is? I'm trying. I'm with all the animals that I know and have had. What are your cat's uh, names? Well, George. Mm-hmm. I mean, not George. No, sorry. It's Mickey. He did have a George. He passed on to Rainbow Heaven. Now, George is actually on the list. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I, George was my first uh, real true love cat. Mm. But we have Mickey, who's taken his place and is much like George. And our female cat is called Pifty, but it came because she was found on a life jacket, which is a PFD. Oh. <laughs> and when I said PFD so fast, the girls at work said, why don't you just call her Pifty? So Pifty. the name stuck. <laughs> very, very creative. Yes. Well, you're one of those yeah. people that have thought of a very creative name for your cats, so I got to think that you might know what the most popular name is. For a dog, I'd say possibly, well, no. Yeah, it's for a dog and cat. They're both. Oh, okay. Sp- dog and cat. They both, uh, they're both the same name, actually. They top the list for both the same name for the cat and dog list. So we know it's not Fluffy, probably. Um, a we, dog could be named Fluffy. I guess a dog could yes. be named Fluffy. How about Skipper? Skipper. Skipper actually doesn't show up on the list doesn't at all. Show up it's actually okay. it's a human name as well. Is it? Yes, it's a man's oh, it name. Is. A man's name, yes. Then it wouldn't be Roy. No, unfortunately not. Roy's not on the list, but... Uh, I'm going to keep that out there if you don't mind. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Tell us what you think the most popular cat or dog name is. Nora, hold on one second. Thanks for listening on WCTR in Chestertown, Maryland. Uh, we need to get a little bit of information from you, and we're going to send you a Cougar tag. Okay. Okay. Terrific. You know, Judy, I thought this would be simpler. I thought <laughs> it's tough. It really is. There's so many names out there that people name their animals. It's it's a hard one. I've even named one of my animals this name. I've never had one named that. 
Oh, you know the answer? Yeah, I peaked. <laughs> okay. Well, don't tell anyone, okay? I won't. I won't. Ah, national security leak now. one 405 8405 Coming up, Kinky Friedman. Now, of course, Kinky is not on the list anywhere here. I don't know how he got his name. Also, Vlade the Dog Wizard, if you have any questions about your dog. Really, this guy is on the level. He has helped us with so many problems. He is so awesome. A little hard to understand, but that's okay. Because everything, you, you, you get used to how he talks after a while. And you, you really start to, you even start to talk like him after a while. <laughs> I notice you do that. Yes. Let's go back to the phones. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Shannon. Hi, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Where are you calling from? Well, right now I'm in Laguna Beach. I'm actually at work. At work. Okay, so we'll be real quiet. Where do you work, can you say? Well, I'm a nurse at South Coast Hospital. Oh, very good for you. Uh, well, thank you. You're listening on, obviously, Coast uh, in the Los Angeles area. What do you think it is? Um, kitty. Kitty. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. well, no, that's that's a good guess. That uh, actually does show up number seven on the list. Number seven on the list. I'm going to keep this out there. one 405 8405 Tell us what you think the top ten, one of the top or the top most common cat name is right now. And, Shannon, hold on a second. We've got a little stuff. we got stuff for your cat, okay? Great, thanks. Hi, who's this? This is Desi. Desi? Or Rad, my friend, call me, yeah. Where are you calling from? Boise Angeles. Boise Angeles, okay, so you're listening yes. on KFXD. Why do you call it Boise Angeles? Because uh, so many people from California moving up here. It's just kind of a local nickname we've given it. That, really? So that's what's happening. They're, they've uh, They've given up on Colorado, and now they're moving to Idaho. Uh, something like that, yeah. I don't know how they're doing in Colorado. My sister lives out that way. We're asking people today what the most common cat or dog name is. What do you think it is? Felix. Felix. Yeah, have, no one's guessed that one yet. Uh, no, no Felix on the list there. Didn't make it, huh? Didn't Didn't make it on the list there, so we're, we're going to keep it out there. one 405 8405 Hold on one second there. We're going to get you a cougar tag for calling us, okay? And thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Oh, dude, I love your show, man. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Okay, listen up. Does your dog take you for walks? I mean, take you for walks. <laughs> Does he bark nonstop or jump on people or steal your valuables? Uh, like the BMW keys, off in the BMW, out for the afternoon. Where is he? How about your dog openly disobey your authority and shame you in public? This happens to me all the no. time. Most everybody I know that does that to me. Not just my dog. <laughs> Are you afraid that your dog will growl or bite? Well, to help us, Vlade, the Russian dog wizard, is back on Animal Radio. Hi, Vlade. How are you doing? Hello. Hello, Judy. Hello, Hiel. Hi, Vlade. Hello. Hello, listeners of the American's most listened pet show, Animal Radio. My yeah. pleasure to be back. And it's it's nice to have you back. We're going to go to the phones in just a second. one 405 8405 and see if we can help somebody with their problems. The holidays just around the corner, Vlade. Are you planning a big holiday Christmas? Sure, sure. We do it in Russia, too. So it became universal holiday. And you know what? Around this time, families or couples are getting the new puppy. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. It can be a very stressful time in just a couple of minutes. Let's go to the phones first. Hi, who do we have with us? 
My name is Faye. Hi, Faye. How are you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, Pennsylvania, Shoemakersville. Uh, near Reading? Uh, yep. Listening about on... 15 minutes away. Okay, then listening on WEEU. Uh-huh. Okay, Faye, you're on with Vlade. Try to describe your problem to Vlade, if you will. Hello, Faye. Hello. It's nice Hello. to talk Go to ahead. You. Bite me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I have a more answer than you have a question, so go uh, ahead. I got a couple questions. Go ahead. Uh, the first one is anxiety. Okay. Uh, we tried pills. We tried doing it in a natural way first, but nothing seems to work. Okay. And she shakes a lot and howls and... Okay, when you leave the house or uh, in your presence, uh, excited to what? Uh, well, usually when we go away. Okay, so so okay, so you go away and the dog is shaking like the leaf. Yep. Okay, and when you come home, you see some destroying shoes or eaten uh, furniture or what? Well, she. Uh, we discovered that she had gone down the cellar and got it into a box and destroyed the box and what was ever in the box. But since then, she really isn't destructive. Okay. But she, you know, like I say, when, when we go away, when she knows we're going away, she starts shaking and she runs in the room into her chair and sure. that's where she stays. Who is this she? What is the she's breed? A, uh, her name is Princess and she's a Dalmatian. She's a Dalmatian. Okay. Okay. Do you know what separation anxiety is? Separation anxiety it means when you leave the house, your dog thinks she's... She will die. She's going to die because she doesn't count the time like we humans do. She thinks you left forever. So what I'm going to tell you right now will fix this problem with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile. (laughs) It means quick. So what we're going to do here, we're going to address the cause of this problem. And I'm going to give you aspirin because you call right now, you're asking for some type of the peel, magic bullet. And I'm going to give you that magic bullet. But first, let's talk about the cause. Uh, the cause is you're overindulging, sorry for telling you, and giving her attention too much. We're humans, very interesting species. You know, when the spouse leaves the home and another spouse asks, where are you going? Uh, you know, spouse can say, hey, why you ask me? You know, <laughs> it's not your business. I will come back. Yeah. When it comes to the pets, we start to worry even before they worry. We say, oh, no, man, please, you know, I'm going to come back. I'm just going to pick up the milk across the street. And so in other words, what I'm suggesting to you, you have to have a different attitude. Like Taliban husband leave the house. <laughs> it means he's not giving his wife uh, hugs and kisses. He tells her, okay, I leave the home. Please do go to the kitchen and do dishes and go to the bathroom and uh, to the bath and do the laundry. That's it. So in other words, you have to play different way because you have extreme situations. So now you need to play on another side of the scale. Make sure... No grieving when you leave the home, 15, 20 minutes away before you leave the house. Basically, no attention. Don't even look at your dog, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like you to maintain the same attitude when you're home and you're not leaving the house. It means uh, stop, t- stop constantly kissing and hugging, start touching, stop looking. A little bit, you know, walk through your house like the opera with attitude, like... You know, like Oprah, how Oprah walks, like the Russian yeah. tank. Just go through, like everything belongs to you, and that's it. I love this attitude. That's what you have to. They're full of confidence. Okay? Now, this is going to be, you know, and when you come back, the same thing. No welcome home celebration. Immediately, don't say, hi, kiss and hug, and things like that. Ignore. Or even if the dog jumps at you and uh, uh, jump uh, and try to block you and such and such, just say, ah, 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 ah. And just move, move toward. Have attitude like most 
Americans girls have, like, don't touch, don't harass, and keep going forward. <laughs> you too, huh? Yeah, what? I learned it in the hard way here. So anyway, so that's the way you have to do as far as your attitude, changing in your attitude. Now, you have to give that dog work to do. In other words, you know, uh, what I would do if it was my dog, I would give her a lot of physical and mental exercise. Yeah. I would get her in the backyard. I don't care what she likes to bring or not. I'm going to give her a couple of objects. I'm going to toss this object and make her run back and forth, back and forth, back and forth without stopping. Yeah. I maybe will put the back doggy backpack on her and so for the weight purpose, maybe put in, in, in each packet a couple of uh, vodka or uh, cafina <laughs> and make it a little bit heavy. So, and after that, I'm going to do obedience training with her with focusing on control exercise. For instance, sit, stay, and down, stay. Say, one minute sit, stay takes as much energy as one mile to run. In other words, I'm going to proactively absorb the physical energy out of the dog's body, mental energy out of the dog's mind. She's going to be tired dog. Tired dog is the good dog. Tired kids sleep well. And that's going I'm going to do before I leave the house. And that's, gonna, that's what I will do when I come home. And that's going to address the cause. Now, you're asking for the, for the quick fix. Quick fix will be this way. Just give her great, great calming remedies. I like the calming formula by the company Pet Naturals. And uh, I also would play, when I leave the home, I also would play classic, not classic, uh, harp music. You know, the harp music, the, the, the strings, when, when somebody play in harp, it's calming the dogs down. It's affecting their um, nervous system to some degree, and they're really calming down. But I would suggest apply those two things as far as addressing the cause and attacking the symptoms at the same time. Okay? So, and your second question is? Uh, Barty. Barty. She, uh, she has very good hearing. Very good hearing. I think she could hear a pin drop and, and go off. And the one day it got so bad, I put a muzzle on her. And I said to her, okay, now if, if I take this off, I said, we're not going to bark. And she did good for about an hour or two. And then it was right back to where we were. Okay. You she know, anytime she hears, yeah. you know, it, it, nobody has to come to our door. She just has to hear it like yeah. in the neighborhood. It's a typical situation. Every American household, almost in all of them, I mean, somebody knocked the door and the dog is bark, 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 bark like, that, you know, I said to her, that's, that I could understand yeah. if somebody's at our door. I can understand her barking. I said, but when it's up the block that she okay. hears it. You know, and she goes off, you know, like they're at our door. It's like, Exactly, oh, no. but I don't want to her bark at all right now. Honestly, you, you can like it or hate it to hear it. That's what I tell my clients, you know, because in <laughs> Russia we say when you lost the head, don't cry about the hair. In other words, I don't want her bark right now at all because, you know, she's she going to bark one, two times anyway. Yeah. In other words, I know you want to tell her somebody's hair. But, you know, she keeps telling you, I see somebody or I already, the person is already here and you cannot stop it. Yeah. So, okay. So this one is a very easy thing to do. All what you need to do to get, go to the, your sporting goods store and get air horn. Okay? <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, every time when she parks, push the button and say, ah, so she would know it comes from you, not from the strangers. Once you startle her, tell her lovingly, come on, baby, over here, and give her treats. Remember, Vladi's approach is correct, redirect, 
praise. Vladi does not believe in redirecting like so many trainers nowadays and after praising because sometimes it's hard people to redirect the race car without pushing on the brakes. Yeah. So correct redirect praise. Correction can be different. Vladi does not believe in any cruelty whatsoever. But when you produce that startling sound, I mean, it's just, just wow. Or like dust cleaner, uh, compressed air can be useful too. So, but make sure whatever you push the button, you have to make that sound, which is your growling no. Like, ah, don't tell her no, please, because the most dogs in this country think the word no is their nickname. <laughs> People use that word no so many times without consequence. That's the way. This one is nothing really even to um, worry about because you know what? This one is so easy to fix. Make sure three, four times, catch her in the action, push the button, make the sound. She stops, give her kiss and hug, give her good uh, treats when she is quiet, and always correct her motivationally without $2 ticket for speed violation when she is bad, and that's going to disappear, I promise you. Very good. Can we give Faye one of your uh, DVDs? Sure, please, Faye. I mean, uh, that's a great, great thing. Um, uh, please send to her my... Uh, dog training DVD, Obedience for Life, which is the only patent pending dog training method in America. It is so effective that it can fix any behavior problem in dogs, even in your dog fair, and even if your dog is untrainable. You know, when, when you go Russian, your dog will stop fussing. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you very much. <laughs> you, you're most welcome. Faye, hold thank on. you for listening, Animal Radio, the Americans most listened pet, owl, pet lovers animal show. Okay, yes, we're going to be back with uh, Vlade in just a second. If you have a question for Vlade, one 405 8405 When we come back with Vlade, it's important. If you're thinking to get, thinking you're going to get, I'm talking like Vlade now. If you're thinking you're going to get an animal, a puppy for Christmas, for the holidays. Yeah, stay tuned. I'm going to share with you surviving heat. What does it consist of and how we can survive when we get the Christmas puppy. That's on the way right here on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. If there was only one vitamin supplement you could take, what do you think it should be? Green tea. Green tea is widely known as one of the most powerful antioxidants in the world. Green tea has been used in China as a medicine for over 4,000 years. And taking green tea has been researched and is well documented to help lower cholesterol, reduce the risk of cancer, help with weight loss, and even slow down arthritis. Of course, results may vary and you should always consult your healthcare professional before taking any supplement. But you should add this powerful antioxidant green tea to your daily diet. And if you call Call now to order and buy two months. We'll give you the third month for free. Your order comes with a money-back guarantee. So call now. 800-819-8315. 800-819-8315. Call right now. Buy two months of green tea and get one free. 800-819-8315 or visit airtimestore.com. Petgadgets.com. If you're looking for innovative and high-tech pet products... PetGadgets.com, unique and high-tech products that you won't find at your local pet store. PetGadgets.com, find the latest products that will make life easier for you and your pet. PetGadgets.com, everything from massage beds to a remote-controlled tennis ball launcher. PetGadgets.com, 
the top dog in your neighborhood. Shop at PetGadgets.com. Buddy, don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard K9 Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where can I find out more? Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Hey, fellow animal thrill seekers. This show originally aired last year. I dream about it every night, so we figured we'd play it again for you. Oh, boy. Remember, you can get fresh animal radio at AnimalRadio.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. We are just seconds away from world-famous author, poet, musician, politician, animal advocate, all-around good guy, Kinky Friedman. And we're also going to go back to the phone to see if someone has the most popular cat and dog name. It's probably hard to believe, Judy, that... A muscular guy like me, someone who's so macho on the exterior. <laughs> what, um, what are you laughing at? Yeah, people can see you. Yeah, you might, uh, you know, this is radio. You might remember me from the Solo Flex commercials that you see all the time. <laughs> anyway, big dreams. guy like me, I, uh, I go home at night and I curl up in bed with my dear kitty. And there's a little bit of purring going on. It's kind of a scene that... Are you purring or is he purring? We're both purring. <laughs> it's going on. Let me tell you right there. It's a purr fest. And I'm not the only one. There's others that are guilty of this. And you're probably listening right now. Maybe you're guilty of this. Big macho guy. How about Kinky Friedman? You think he does this kind of stuff? We had to get him on the phone to find out. Hi, Kinky. How you doing? Pretty good, Hal. How's it going? Very good. What's the weather like down there at the beautiful Utopia Sanctuary that you have? Uh, it's very, very nice today. How many animals do you have over there at Utopia? Uh, we've got about 60 dogs and about uh, 10 pigs and some donkeys. Right now, are running pretty full capacity as far as uh, dogs are concerned. I think we've adopted uh, we've adopted more than two thousand of them over the past uh, eight or nine years. Wow! Adopted them out to to families and homes. Wow! Doing lots of great work, and of course, uh, the last time we spoke was just before you were going to run for governor. Uh, was that in 2005? Why don't you tell me to stop before it's too late? <laughs> I, you know what? Because I thought the animal radio audience would, would hold it, you know, just the animal radio listeners right there. And then I realized that we only have two Texas affiliates uh, there in Lubbock and Brownsville. and Only two listeners. Probably not enough to pull you over there. But no, here's, here's what I'm thinking. I'm what? thinking president. I'm thinking president. I'll tell you what, it wouldn't be hard to be a little more inspirational than the candidates that we now have, would it? No, That's for sure. I'll tell you, <laughs> I wish I wish you were up there, maybe next time around. Well, politics is, politics is you know, my definition, poly means more than one, and ticks are blood-sucking parasites. <laughs> do, you, do you have your hands in any of that right now? Uh, no, I'm, I'm uh, kind of uh, taking it easy right now. I'm uh, uh, wandering in the raw poetry of time, and... Uh, Kind of live in the American dream, and if I get back in, it would probably be for governor as a Democrat in 2010, 
to abolish the death penalty in Texas, and that means the death penalty for people, for horses, and for dogs and cats. There you go. Yes. Let me get back to what I was talking about here. I understand that your cat, Lady, is uh, there's a little bit of purring going on too. Yeah, Lady has uh, crossed uh, over the Rainbow Bridge uh, some years back, Mm -hmm. but. Lady uh, slept in bed with me for many years here with uh, with four dogs, uh, five dogs actually, five dogs, uh-huh. and um, she slept on my head. Oh no! And uh, she did. The dogs did not like Lady, and she doesn't like them. So this, you can see with I me, mean, I have a shotgun under my bed. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But the situation was. Uh, Tenure. You know, I've always tried to uh, precisely record this stuff. Like uh, something will happen. There'll be a fight between Lady and one of the dogs at exactly two sixteen every night. You know, what I mean, <laughs> cats are very. If you look at this on a digital clock, you will see they're punctual. Yeah, that if a cat is going to, you know, lick your nose or something like that, uh, that will be at six oh seven every single morning. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're creatures of narrow habit. So if they're if they like to sleep in your head, that's pretty much what it's going to be. It's very hard to... It's like teaching a wolf to sit. You know, you can't do it. It's going to be done. And uh, you can't teach a cat to, to do something the cat doesn't want to do. That puts you in a precarious situation if the cat very. wants to get up and run, huh? Well, very. If there's going to be a fight right on my on my head. You yeah. Know? Um, and that happens because some of the dogs inch their way up closer. Uh-huh. And um, the Freedmans, the five dogs... Uh, are getting to be, they're very set in their ways too. Sure. So I mean, for a long period of time, I had three cats, which is a very sensitive thing to do. And many great people, Hal, as, as you know, uh, have had cats. I mean, from uh, Albert Schweitzer to, to the Prophet Muhammad uh, to to Winston Churchill. The only people who don't like cats uh, traditionally are dictators. And it is said that Napoleon, Alexander the Great, and Hitler all hated cats. Uh huh. They were intimidated by them, weren't yep, they? Yeah, they did not like cats. <laughs> they didn't much like Jews or newspapers either. And, uh, no. Newspaper editors, yeah. What, who makes up the, the Friedman family right now? You, now, I understand there was an armadillo in the mix somewhere there? Yeah, Dilly's, uh has not been around lately, and I think that's because the Friedmans are getting more territorial here. They're, they're getting older. and uh-huh. just kind of uh, hang around this old place, the lodge, uh, here on the ranch. Uh, there's uh, Perky, Mr. Magoo, uh, Brownie, Chumley, and Fly of the five. Mm. Five Freedmans. And we had hoped, and they had hoped, to be moving into the governor's mansion. And, uh, uh, how, how did you break the news to him? Well, uh, I gathered them all around me and uh, told them. You know, I mean, we, we had really thought that was going to happen, that we were all going to be playing poker together. I thought so, too. I really did. Well, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's a... The whole thing was kind of quixotic to begin with. There was it was a long shot, but there are the majority of people in Texas uh, would have given us a landslide had they voted. And when you get 28 percent of the people voting, you're going to get a ribbon cutter every time. You're, mm-hmm. you're going to get just what we have for leadership today. Mm-hmm. Got to get those people out there to 20, vote. 28 percent is really pathetic. Yeah. Yes, unbelievable. And uh, it's generally re- regarded that if it had been over 40 percent, uh, we would have won. And uh, then we could have started doing something, because today I think the people are so fed up with politicians that if we had a chance, if we could have a President Mark Twain or a President Will Rogers or any president that's above politics uh, and that it doesn't put party first, 
that would have been great, and of course the animals would have benefited. Your platform was all pro-animals. Got to ask you this question. We are, let's see, T-minus. We actually have one of these clocks in the studio. It's the Michael Vick Countdown to Sentencing Clock. December 10th, right? Uh, uh, December 11th. And uh, he, could get, uh, he could get 15 years. Right? Well, he's got two state charges. Yes. What do you think is going to happen? Well, he picked the wrong judge, I'll tell you that. Uh, this Henry Hudson guy. Is he, really... picked the, he picked the wrong judge? Well, Can you uh, pick the judge? No, but uh, uh, fate. So it's the fate monkeys. Okay. Uh, the fate monkeys are working against Michael Vick right now. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it was interesting because, as you know, I think uh, Nike held on to his endorsements for two or three weeks. They were waiting to see which way the wind was blowing. They oh. thought this might just pass, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then when they saw the stats that 60% of football fans, not even animal lovers, never want to see this guy again. And, of course, animal lovers have really... Uh, that's the breed that we need to, to ban, is the Michael Vicks of the world. <laughs> you know what? I can't even top that. I'm, I'm going to end right there. Kinky Friedman joining us. The book, which you have uh, graciously contributed to, is called Howl, a collection of the best contemporary dog wit. It has some very, very funny stories from uh, contributing writers like Margaret Chow and uh, Pam Houston, Frank Gannon, and, of course, Kinky Friedman. The Utopia website, how can we get there? UtopiaRescue.com. And uh, anybody, you know, we encourage everybody to check that out because we, we've got a 60 wonderful dogs, uh, all would like a home. And uh, so that's UtopiaRescue.com. And one other thing people can do that want to help Utopia is uh, buy Kinky Friedman Cigars. Uh, that You can get that through uh, KinkyCigars.com. There are five kinds, uh, the Governor, the Kinky Cristo, the Texas Jew Boy, the Willie, which has a little twist on one end, uh-huh. and especially the Utopian, our bestseller. The Utopian goes uh, totally to to animal rescue and goes to Utopia Rescue Ranch, the profits. It's the only cigar in America benefiting animal rescue. So these are made in Honduras by Cubans, and my message for young people is cigarettes bad, cigar good. Yeah. There you go, and this would make a great Christmas gift. Ladies, if you're listening right now, this is the biggest turn-on for a guy, for your husband. Start smoking a cigar right now, this yeah, minute. Yeah, get him a sampler pack or a box uh, kinkycigars.com That's uh, Kinky Freeman Cigars KFC. And what about the salsa? Is the... Uh... The what? The, the Kinky Friedman Salsa, is that still going? The Salsa you can get through kinkyfriedman.com, yeah. Okay, a lot of links here, so we're going to put them all at animalradio.com, and I'm going to give away five copies right now of Hal, a collection of the best contemporary dog wit, 1-866-405-8405. Kinky, it's so fun to have you on every time. We always have a lot of fun. Thanks so much for joining us again. Hal, Judy, may the God of your choice bless you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. <laughs> Hi, this is Wendy Malik on Animal Radio. And do not forget, stay in neuter. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets 911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. You want to keep a secret from your dog? 
It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.caninecaviar.com. Hi, this is Emmylou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. This is Animal Radio Network. Hey, fellow animal thrill seekers. This show originally aired last year. I dream about it every night, so we figured we'd play it again for you. Oh, boy. Remember, you can get fresh animal radio at animalradio.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Okay, let's, uh, let's see if we can find a winner to this question that I thought we'd have a winner Already, a little tougher than you thought. What is the most popular, the number one cat and dog name? They are the same. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five for a big gift basket from the old Animal Radio Prize Closet. Hi, who's this? Jen. Hi, Jen. How you doing? Good, thank you. Where are you calling from? Boise, Idaho. Listening on KFXD. Okay, what do you think it is? I'll say Sam. Sam. Did Sam make the Did list? Sam make the list? Actually, Sam is number 10 on the list. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, excuse me. Number 9 as, and 10 is Sammy. So you have Sam and Sammy uh, coming in on the list there. But that is not correct. Uh, we're going to keep it out there. one 405 8405 I'm going to ask you to hold on for a second because I'm going to get you a cougar tag for your cat, okay? Okay. And thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you. See, we're going to make everyone a winner there. one 405 8405 Hi, who's this? Hello? Yes, who is this? This is Cornell. Hi, Cornell. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you doing? Very good. Where are you calling from? Reading, Pennsylvania. Listening on WEEU. Boy, just a lot of animal lovers there, huh? Yeah. Today we're asking what the most popular animal names are. And surprisingly enough, the top cat name is also the top dog name. And so I figured we'd just ask, what do you think the top name is, Cornell? Do you have top any name is for cats and for dogs and what is it? Yeah, what do you think it is? Do you have any pets? Uh yes, I have two. What are their two, names? Uh, two cats, Twinkle and Snuggle. Twinkle and Snuggle. Yeah. Okay, that's um I'm thinking Tabby makes a good cat name, but that doesn't sound right for dogs. How about <laughs> Spot? Spot. That is a good guess. That is a good guess, but that is unfortunately not it. Okay. Did you say you have two cats? Yes. Okay. Do you want two cougar tags? Oh, I'd love it. Thank you. You got it. Hold on. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you. Gotta love those cougar tags. one 405 8405 Who's this? Hi, my name's Darren. Hi, Darren. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Where are you calling from? Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. Listening on KFXD. Is that correct? That's the one. Now, do you have dogs at home? I do. I have an English setter. An English... What's what's his name? Remington. Remington, like as in the gun. Yeah, that's right. She's a gun dog, so... <laughs> okay. We're asking what you think is the most popular dog name or cat name. Actually, the top of the list, they're both the same for both dogs and cats. What do you think is on that list there at the top? How about uh, Buck? Buck? Yeah. Buck. 
That sounds like a good animal name, doesn't it? It does it sound does. like a good animal name. A buck is not on the list there, Didn't unfortunately. Make the Didn't make the list there. Hold on one second there. We'll get you a kooka tag for playing with us today, okay? Thanks. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Paul. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Doing real good, how are you? Good, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Big Water, Utah. Right down the street from us. Yeah, just down the street, yeah. How's the weather there today? Oh, it's severe clear. Severe <laughs> clear. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what, can we, what can we do for you? Well, I was listening to the program, as I always try to do on Saturday mornings. Good for you. You were talking about the uh, cat yoga. <laughs> oh, yes. The and uh, our cats get in some rather interesting positions. They do yoga, too, huh? Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure they're doing them correctly, though, because I have, no, I have nothing to compare it to. So. Well, I'll tell you what. How about we send you one of these cat yoga books? And I'll make it, sure they look at it real close. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, just like they say you should check with your doctor before starting to exercise, I think before your cat starts the yoga, you should look at the book to make sure that it does it properly. Good idea, good idea, because our cats are a little bit older, you know, and, and starting a, a exercise, program like this at an older age that's that's uh, very important yeah right you don't want to stretch any of the wrong muscles <laughs> yeah well you got to answer a question for us today we're asking what the most popular animal names are and surprisingly enough the top cat name is also the top dog name what do you think it is bubba comes to mind right off you know but i don't know uh our cat's name is uh, b and w um, that stands for black and white. We had another cat that was a black and white, and we called him Boots. And I uh, have to think that that's kind of common. Uh, Boots actually does not come in on the top 30 of the male male. What list. about the female? It's kind well, of a generic. Uh, are these American cats we're talking these about? These are American. Oh, okay. <laughs> According to the veterinary pet insurance company, they go out and uh, do these these surveys to promote their insurance. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's get you the cat yoga book and you got to report back. Let us know how that uh, all worked out. I will. You want pictures and paragraphs and... Uh... Whatever whatever you can <laughs> toss our way so we know if this book is legit or not. Okay? Alright. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Hold on. I'm really, really, really <laughs> surprised. one 405 8405 The top cat name or dog name, they're the same. What do you think it is? Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Pat. Hi, Pat. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Pennsylvania, Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Listening on WEEU. That's correct. Okay. Do you have any idea, Pat, what the most common cat name and the most common dog name is? They're the same. Oh, they're the same. Well, then that scratches first answer because it wouldn't be Kitty Kitty. I will tell you that Kitty does appear on the list for cat names. Okay. Well, same name. Think about maybe you have a neighbor that has a dog. Pretty popular name. Toby, I don't know. Toby actually comes in number twenty-one on the list. Oh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the question out there at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. But do not fret, Pat. We're gonna send some gifts for your cats and you your way. Okay. Be nice. And we thank you so much for listening to Animal Radio. Oh, I love it. You're awesome. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. I hope we don't have to continue into the next hour. <laughs> oh, one last one here. Hi, who's this? This is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Northridge, California. Listening on coast, I imagine. Uh, yes, exactly. What do you think is the number one name? Um, should I go with something as unique as like Rover? <laughs> Uh, or Max? Well, uh, you pick one of those there. Um, I'm going to go with Max. That's
That is absolutely correct. Max is the number one the number male one. name. And, oh, how funny. Uh, Rover doesn't appear on the list anywhere. But I'll tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna get you a little package of doggy stuff. We thank you for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you so much. Max is the answer. Max is your kitty's name or your dog's name. It's the number one name in America right now. We got to go for this hour. Remember, there's lots more at AnimalRadio.com. If you get a pet, please spay or neuter. If it happens to be a cat, don't declaw. And always adopt from a local shelter. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio Network.